Today's episode of Titus and Tate is brought to you by DirecTV Stream. DirecTV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. And now a message from Discover about rewards. If you're a loyal credit card customer, you should be rewarded for your loyalty, preferably with something that's useful, like cashback match, for instance. Discover matches all the cashback you've earned at the end of your first year. Finally, rewards that make sense. Discover exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. On today's episode of Titus and Tate, the National Player of the Year picture is becoming clear, Tate. I got it down to two men. Malachi Branham. Oh, yes. And Kirk Carissa. I 31 think it, points yeah. on 14 shots. Yeah. That's a big 10 stat of the there, day right there. Malachi Branham uh, is... is uh, the, 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 the hype is becoming... The, the hype, we're going to talk about it, but I, I am in a weird position. As, all Buckeye fans are in a weird position. Where we're like, this is great, but also slow down, Malachi. We don't leave us. <laughs> Please don't leave. Please don't leave us. <laughs> but I think he might be gone. Uh, also, Kirk Kreese had a triple-double last night. and I love his, Kirk Kreese. God, I love him as UCLA well. UCLA led me down. I know. We, we got to talk about that. No, let's bit. not talk about that. I want to talk about that a little bit because the panic button might be. <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah. No. Yeah. Just wait to the tournament. Wait till March. All right. This is All still right. February. All right. Well, <laughs> we might talk about it. Vic uh, is a man of March. I also want to talk about the uh, the luck of the Friarish continuing. Yes. As, as we've, we're starting to call it on this program. A the, triple uh, OT thriller in the dunk. <laughs> <laughs> the the most well timed roof leak in college basketball Dude, history. There's no is, world in which that they they lose that game without the roof leaking. I I feel I feel a little lazy as <laughs> as as guys who talk about college basketball that every time we talk about Providence we just talk about how lucky they are and, yes. and just kind of hit the same points over and over. But every time you watch them, that is the story. You come out of it, you're like, how the f- how how does this keep happening? How does how does the roof leak with two minutes left in the game and they're down three? Yeah. It's 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 it, miracles just keep happening. We're gonna talk about that. Uh, it was the perfect amount of time. In fact, they almost played the game without TV, without cameras. <laughs> uh, they were like, "We're gonna go to another gym." And do, we're gonna talk about it. We're gonna talk. It's about so it. funny. Um, also, I got a fraud list for you. Fraud. Yes. Fraud Friday is here. Nice. Uh, I might need you to give me an ACC update too because I've, I've I've been seeing a little. I'm done. No, I know. I, <laughs> no, uh, I'm I, done. Know. I, I I am fighting the good fight, and <laughs> it's not a good fight. <laughs> it's a loaded show. All of it's coming up at first. Woody Durham. All right, Tate, let's start with uh, the game of the night last night. Ohio State at Illinois. A, a yeah. huge surprise for, for me as a... Uh, Plumber a versus Branham. Yeah. Not EJ Liddell versus not. Kofi Coburn. <laughs> I, uh, going into the game, I'll be honest, did not expect Ohio State to win. I thought Illinois... I, I, mm-hmm. I You know, we, we've said this over and over on the show that we both uh, are, are are believers of Illinois. And yeah. it's at Illinois. And Illinois is in, in contention for a Big Ten title. It's a must win for them in that regard. Like, all the stars were aligned for Illinois. And I thought... I don't think it's going to work. And 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 uh, uh, EJ Liddell, by the way, going into this game had the flu, is what they were saying. Which and also had I, the crowd against him. They were yeah. chanting "EJ sucks" yeah. because he's from Illinois, but decided not to play at Illinois. Yeah, I uh, I gotta say, EJ Liddell playing in this game when everyone was saying he had the flu, I <clears> I think that COVID's definitively over now. <laughs> is that how it works? <laughs> like, 
you know, I, I that, that was a weird two months thing ago. Too, no it's like, way he plays. It's like EJ Liddell is sick and has an infectious disease, and we're like, oh my god, what is it? And it's like it's not COVID. And we're like, oh, thank God, we'll play him. <laughs> Get him out there. Get him out there. Let him play. Uh, I don't think it was the flu. You can't play with the flu, right? If you have the, I don't know. Anyway, the point it was, was cold. Let's say it was cold. it was uh, it was looking like he wasn't going to play. I I didn't think Ohio State had a chance. Pleasantly surprised. Uh, Ohio State gets a huge lead. Malachi Brandon playing out of his mind. Yeah. Um. EJ has a good game. EJ played well. Yeah. And then for uh, Illinois Mr. Basketball, by the way, EJ the Delft. Yeah. Uh, he's going back. That's why they chanted EJ sucks. Yeah, EJ sucks. All the all the all the crap. Um. <laughs> and then we get the full Ohio State experience, which is that EJ Liddell and Malachi Branham are awesome, but this team cannot hold a lead to they, save their lives. Yeah. And I I realized I walked away from the game realizing that this team is good enough to break my heart, and that's where I'm at with it. Like they're good enough to pull me in. I get pulled in. I love Malachi Branham so much. I love EJ Liddell. I've said this before, Tate. When 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 Ohio State beat Michigan, I went on a little you know a little rant about how excited I am watching these guys play. Yeah. But I also realized in the back of my mind, this is going to end poorly. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't like that feeling at all. This game was completely. Jim was on the phone with me, and I'm watching this game. Ohio State's up 15, I think, at this yeah. point. And he continues to talk and it continues to dwindle down. I'm watching it. I'm like, oh no, oh no, they're melting down. This is Ohio State that we've seen before. I don't, I don't know what to do with this. Yeah. But the real star and the real story of this game is Brad Underwood. Yeah. The pointer. Yep. And that man Getting, put on a show. Yep. And uh, you know, Katie Underwood was our intern. We usually don't know much about our interns' parents or like their life at home. Right. But lucky for us, we get to watch her dad go crazy <laughs> on TV. Uh, and it keeps us connected. It was great. Not a great showing, I'll say, from Brad Underwood in the in the sense that his vocabulary, he, he didn't have a lot of insults. He just kept saying that's effing bullshit. He didn't know what to say, over. but he knew that it was very much like a baseball manager. You yeah. Know, when they when they know that they have to basically, you know, kick some dirt on home plate yeah, and get tossed. Right. That's what he was doing. It was a show. He knew he had to get tossed for the crowd. But like you said, I don't think he had anything really to say other than this is... This we is I got I got an off-season video idea. Katie can uh, can help organize it where we yeah. we help Brad come up with other things to yell at the refs. Other mm -hmm. than that's fucking insults. Bullshit. It's yeah. Yeah, you insults. can't just say fucking bullshit over yeah. and over. You gotta yeah. you gotta come up with something that like Jackie. What would Jackie Moon do? You know? Yeah. yeah. Like that. That's you saw it, Gene. <laughs> yeah, saw it. Something like that. Something yeah, specific. we got to We got to spice it up a little bit. Uh, Brad Underwood was losing his mind because. Kofi Coburn was not getting a favorable whistle. We'll put it that way. And I, yeah. I will admit, as a Buckeye, as a guy who was on the uh, the other end of this, Illinois fans are losing their minds at how bad the refs are. I will admit that Kofi, you know, was he was getting team. roughed up. Yeah, he was getting, and they but, weren't calling it. They weren't. They weren't. The refs weren't great. Um, and, but what is Kofi Coburn's game? Bully ball. Yeah. And when he can't bully, yeah. So this is what we. This, see. Is, this is what I was going to say. Is, the problem. is that. Uh, the refs, the refs were against Kofi. The refs were against Illinois. <laughs> I have no no problem uh, admitting that, but Kofi was getting absolutely owned by Kyle Young. So like, actually, the refs fouling out Kofi Coburn actually was a good thing for Illinois. So I don't know why Illinois fans are so mad. The That's refs were the doing them a favor. Happened. The refs did them a yeah. favor. They made them better. With Kofi's out of the game, they're better. <laughs> Kyle Young was was absolutely dominating that game. Kyle Young comes. Kyle Young had eighteen and seven in this game, which is ridiculous. Yeah. Which is my problem with Ohio State because, like you said, you get past like you're you're looking at EJ Liddell, you're like national player of the year. Yeah, I can see it. I see a path for that. And then you go look at this stud, Malachi Branham. I love it. And then the next guy is Kyle Young, and Kyle Young is all heart. You know what I mean? But 
you you get a little he's that, that raises my concern a little bit. He's not the next guy, but he was on this night. But the, the I mean he's also Chris Holtman's guy. If you're talking about like the the construction of this Ohio State team, it's supposed to be Justice Suing. I mean, Justice yes. Suing hasn't played for most of the season, and that is uh th- that is the big What was Michi wearing, by the way? Oh, he's 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 got like he he messed up his. He, that was very old yeah. school though. I never yeah. got like a close up. Of he's been wearing that for a minute. Yeah, yeah he yeah. he he's he's venturing on. He's not. He hasn't been balling out like I want him to in it. So I don't think he's gonna keep it forever. But he he's he's been wearing it forever, and it looks like uh, looks like a hot. It, it looks yeah. It looks pretty badass, but I don't think it's like <laughs> I, I would love a world where he was like playing better in it, and then he yeah. would just keep the rip Hamilton. Yeah, yeah, but I don't think that's gonna happen. Um, <laughs> Joey Brunk also played in this game. Shout out yeah. to Joey Brown. Shout out to Joey Brown. There you go. Uh, but yeah, Ohio State to me, Tate, is a team. Uh, I've said this to you before that um, if if the score, if you covered the score and the time, no one on the court knew the score or the time. Yeah. You're just out there playing. We're yeah. just out there having a good time. Yeah. You know, like soccer and the the extra time of soccer, the the mm-hmm. stoppage time of soccer, mm-hmm. when everyone's just kind of playing and it's up to the ref to blow the whistle and we don't, we really don't know. know. We don't know. We don't, we don't know. know. The ref's yeah. the only one that knows. He's they told know. us it was three minutes, but yeah. right now we're at 320 and we're still yeah. playing. Yeah, what's going on? So everyone's just kind of waiting for the ref to blow the whistle to say the game's over. If that's how the entire game worked, and also you covered the scoreboard, Ohio State might be the best team in the country because, like, we they we just play, we just play. We have yeah. no we have no concept of time or score at any point in time. And then uh, suddenly, you know, in the last four minutes, the other team will like tighten up a little bit and say, "All right, it's winning time. It's time to do this." <laughs> Ohio State just not do that. No. They're, They're like, like, "What are these guys? Much, yeah, yeah, what yeah. are these guys up to?" There's a third half, right? Like this isn't this isn't the end of the game. Why why are they playing so hard? Why are they pressing us? This is yeah, weird. Yeah. Um and I don't love that. I don't love that experience. That happens over and over again. It happened last year. It's happening this year. I don't know. I I don't think we're going to fix that. So, uh it, it's it's really like the worst position to be in. I think it's if you're if you're a college basketball fan heading into March, you want your team to to just completely suck ass so you have no expectations whatsoever. Yeah, or you want your team to be awesome, and you're like, "We this is such a you know uh, Gonzaga, Arizona, Kentucky level where you're just like, this is just so great." Give me like, to the I tournament. Think, I think we can win a national yeah, title. Yeah, yeah. I really think we're that good. I'm stuck in no man's land where I the team is good enough for me to really be so excited for what they could be, but also I know in the back of my mind it's not going to work out, and that's uh, that's devastating. It's devastating to find yourself there. That's the worst position to be in. So Yeah, and it also really hurts me because Illinois is one of those, you know, when we looked at the Big Ten, we talked about this. They're, they're my team that I think could actually win the national title. No, I'm out on Illinois. But that game last night really, uh, I'm it, done remi- with it reminds you of why there is a ceiling on Illinois. Get, get Illinois out. Bring Purdue back. I've, I've been I've been saying Illinois is better suited for the March run because Purdue doesn't play any defense. Purdue's defense yeah. is still atrocious. Uh, I, I don't necessarily trust Purdue, but... I, I think Purdue, give me Purdue back. Purdue's more fun. Purdue's, Purdue's like a, because it, it dawned on me last night as Illinois fans are complaining about the refs and then like doing, uh you know, I was getting people tweeting me videos of of Trent Frazier drives to the to the bucket on the, was it their final possession or close to the end? He goes, jumps in the air with no plan whatsoever. And EJ Liddell just jumps straight up. And then they they hit each other like they kind of make contact and then Trent Frazier throws, throws it in the away. fifth row. Yeah. And then I saw Illinois fans saying like complaining about how that was a no call. He thought someone was going to be there. There's um, no one there. And and as all this was going on, Tate, I, it dawned on me that Illinois fans are uh, the, the the culture around <laughs> Illinois basketball. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I mean, Illinois fans are very loud. 
You're no, right. the culture yeah. around Illinois basketball in general is they want they have noise in their name. They they whine too much. Yeah, they they, they, they make they a lot of noise. <laughs> they they the the culture of Illinois basketball. They, the 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 fans, the players, the coaches on down. Like I was I and I say this as a guy <laughs> who <laughs> I'm laughing because I am an Illinois guy. So I'm just like I'm like you're not wrong, but it hurts. You know I'm laughing to keep. I'm an Illinois right. guy too. I I. <laughs> We'll make it through this. Uh, I, I, uh, I, in 2005, I was a guy who said that uh, Sean May's fat ass throwing, throwing his fat ass around against Illinois yeah. was bullshit, and Illinois deserved a fair no, whistle no, in that no. game. I, I believe that in the post. I believe that in 2005. I believe that last year Illinois should have won the regular season Big Ten championship. Same. I thought that was Mickey Mouse that Michigan got to hang a bear. Illinois didn't. Um, so I was with him whining there, but then like it, it, it hit me that like. All the, all the Illinois fans this year have been complaining about how Kofi's not National Player of the Year. And like, yeah. if, if you say that that Oscar Shibway is going to win it or Johnny Davis is going to win, they whatever, come at you. They come at you. They're like, "What about Kofi?" And it's yeah. like, I I know what my eyes tell me every time I watch Kofi against you know a guy as big as him and or Kyle Young. Like this <laughs> guy Young. is not National He's Player of the Year. They complain about that. They complain about the fit. Like, there's just there, there's like a an inf, uh, an insecurity and inferiority complex going around Illinois basketball, and I say this lovingly. We got to we got to fix that. We have to fix that because yeah. it's like the pressure is getting to them. Like they they know that their time is now or something, and and they they feel like, you know, like like they could feel it slipping away. Like you you lose Ohio State at home, you're probably not winning the Big Ten this year, and they wanted to win the Big Ten because they sh they felt like they won it last year. Yeah, and didn't get a you know have the 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 cutting of the nets on their home court like they wanted. So now they're like the pressure's on to do it this year. It's not going to happen this year. I don't. I, I just don't like the headspace of the Illinois program right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Brad, I don't like it. Brad was trying to, I think, uh, you know, send a jolt to to that fan base yeah. with his actions last night. Like I think that's why he did that. I think that was the stage, and he was like, I have to show that we're not going to take this. You know what I mean? Like we're not going to take yeah. it. We're going to fight back. We're going to claw back. And, and luckily they did in this game until they kind of collapsed again at the end. So. There's a sliver of hope that I still have for Illinois, but I I am right there with you. When I watched last night, I was like, okay, this is the team that in March breaks my heart. Yeah, you gotta you gotta turn it. In, <laughs> when, when things are going right, look inside Tate and figure out how to fix it. Like, uh, listen, the refs were terrible. The refs the refs screwed Kofi. Uh, he fouls out on like a you know it was, it was sort of a soft call. He did push Kyle Young, but I don't like that. You know, if that happened to my team, I'd be pissed off that that's how you foul out our best player. Um, it, 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 all of that is true. Yeah. What's also true is that Ohio State was dominating. Uh, you had no answer whatsoever for Malachi Branham. Kyle, you let Kyle Young run circles around you and do whatever he wanted out there. Uh, so maybe start with that. Let's fix that if you're Illinois. Instead of, you know, complaining about the refs and complaining about how no one takes Kofi seriously as big. How come Kofi doesn't get a fair whistle? Like, all the, like fix, fix your problems yeah. first, and then we'll address these. They don't want to fix the problems. I don't like that. I just don't like where I don't like where Illinois is at. I don't like the 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 vibe coming out of. Shanghai I left right both games last night concerned about both teams in March, which is not where I want to be because Ohio State. I don't like that they can't close a game out, and Illinois. I don't like that they like you said all everything else exterior seems to have their attention as opposed to what's right in front of them. You wanna you wanna see the most entertaining game in March Madness? Put Ohio State versus Providence. Uh just fast forward <laughs> fast forward to like four minutes left and Ohio State's up by twenty six. Yes. And, and then see comes, what happens. And here we go. <laughs> <laughs> and watch what happens next. And that'll be Yeah. If that happens, that'll be the most entertaining basketball you will ever watch. Can we talk about Providence? Please. Can we, can we talk about the just the fact that Al Durham is called by Ed Cooley the closer? 
And this guy will be nowhere to be found. Yeah. Hasn't taken a shot all game. And then, like you said, we get into crunch time and all of a sudden Al Durham's got like pivotal free throws that he somehow knocks down. Uh-huh. I mean, in general, this whole team in this whole game against Xavier that we're talking about, I mean, they felt like they were dead Triple to Triple overtime win. They felt like they were dead to rights yep. multiple times during regulation, though, before we even got to overtime. And somehow or another... First, we get the leaky roof. That was the first stoppage, and that was in regulation. We have about two minutes to go in the game, and water is coming down from the dunk, from the roof. We have to stop. There's this whole debate. They're, they're, they cut back to the studio. Do they play? Do they not play? Is it safe to play? They decide that the towel boys are going to come out and clean up the water while the one team's on the other. It reminded me of the uh, the aircraft carrier game. Yeah. <laughs> Where it was just like, are we sure we should be doing this? Is, it, yeah, is this safe? And then there was even a suggestion to go play it in another gym, in the volleyball gym, just because, you know, they had to finish the game, but yeah. there would be no cameras there. So we went probably the most exciting, thrilling game of the season. Almost. <laughs> I love the idea. Would not have been televised. I love the idea they play in the volleyball ball and then like John Fanta has got his iPhone and he's just like <laughs> he's just streaming it <laughs> it's a triple OT thriller we're outside the dunk he's, he's, he's just that, that, that's how it's broadcast to, honestly to the, uh, to the world yeah this is uh, it was chaos Providence's 11th win shout out to our guy Evan um, Miyakawa who is uh, who's becoming my favorite statistician in college basketball Pointed out, this is the eleventh eleventh win for Providence by five or fewer, or in overtime. So mm-hmm. he, he defines a close game. If you win by five, or the game goes in overtime, um, they've won eleven games like that this year. Wow, it's insane, and they've only lost three games. So it's like it'd be one thing if they just played in a lot of close games, and sometimes it, it works out for them, sometimes it doesn't. It always works out for them. <laughs> it really does. It's 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 staggering. Jared Bynum plays forty three minutes off the bench and has twenty seven points. Yeah. Um, he's averaging 23 points per game in his last six games and he doesn't even start for him. It's this, this team is comical. And, uh, I, I, I do say that lovingly. Like we, we, you know, I, I don't think they're bad, but every time I watch Providence, it's like, if you same thing, same thing as like, I just said about Ohio state, you cover time and score. You don't like focus on who's waiting, whatever. You're just like kind of watching it and taking it in. Nothing about this team wows you. It's just like at the very end, they, they somehow flip a switch and, and, it, it's it's hilarious now, like because you it, it feels to me like the Providence uh, fan base is sort of split. Where like half of them, um, this probably isn't true, but this is my perception. Where like half of them feel like this is awesome and we're lucky and uh, let's just lean into it, and the other half are like, f- including Ed Cooley, are fighting for more respect. Like quit quit blaming it on luck. Like we're actually talented, we're actually good. Yeah. But then every time you get a chance to prove it, you're playing at Butler, you're playing DePaul at home. <laughs> it's like all right, well if you're talented, like. Just, just win by 20. Just go win by 20. Like, we don't want to do that. It's like, that's Why not would what, we do that? That's not what we do. We put on a show, and <laughs> it did feel like, I mean, it was quite the scene. You know what I mean? Especially during the intermission while they decided if they were going to, you know, play in the, you know, with the leaky roof or not. The crowd's insane there. I mean, they really are. Insane, they, yeah. they are. Yeah. They're like singing songs. I mean, Grand Canyon is looking at this, and they are so jealous. This is what Grand Canyon wishes they could be on the mainstream. So shout out to the Providence fans. And uh, I think in March, I was they were going to be a stay away from me. You know, I was like, I, I cannot believe, I cannot let luck ride. But they're a team of destiny. I'm I'm riding them to the I don't know. I don't know. I'm how riding you, them to the Elite Eight. I don't know how you can watch a roof <laughs> leak at the perfect time. Exactly. Like, the, if you're not a team of destiny is what I'm saying. 
So I'm I'm officially if in. if this is any other team and that happens, I I a hundred percent believe that someone like cracked the like there's a guy standing on the roof with like a hammer yeah. and a yeah. flathead. If this is Cameron indoor, yes. yes. Savarino's on the roof and he is And they're waiting for the call and they're okay, we're down three with two forty three. All right, do it now. Do, do, do it now. And then you just let the roof leak. But it's Providence, so I'm like, no, no, it actually makes ton of, a ton of sense that there's an act of God at the perfect time in this yes. game that call, that paused the game, like the Cubs-Indians World Series Game 7, that like, you know, yeah, as yeah. your butthole's getting tight, like everyone just take, take a, a breath. deep breath. Yeah. Let's focus. A little rain delay. Yeah. Let's come out and uh, win the game. It, it, uh, I don't, it's, it's amazing. God was it's weeping amazing. because he was like, I did it again. You know what else? The, uh, <laughs> the, the race of 69 failed in this one. Uh, uh yeah 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 93.7 percent of the time what can we which do? shows even more that the you know yeah there's there's some there's divine intervention <laughs> there's divine intervention going on this game almost Robinson. got a hundred points and also there was uh, the Colorado State Wyoming game was coming on after this and it literally was in the second half with six minutes to go before the game could even come on because of the triple overtime it was in the second half with six minutes left once the the providence xavier game was finally done after triple overtime because of the roof you know what i mean you got to deal with the roof leak time like the longest game in the history of college basketball i literally was thinking to myself how hilarious it would be if you're a wyoming or a colorado state fan and you just been watching Providence, (laughs) (laughs) and you get to watch the last six minutes of your team uh providence by the way providence i got confirmation saturday against creighton they Oof. they win that they win the Big East, they don't need to because because wow. they have two games left Saturday at home against Creighton and they play at Villanova, um which we you know we we probably aren't expecting them to beat Villanova at Villanova I don't think especially so. if it comes down to like if going into that game it's like if Villanova wins their biggest champions if if Providence wins their biggest champions congrats Villa- Villanova congratulations to Villanova yes you've Villanova's done it again. The shirts. <laughs> you've done it again yeah Villanova like during they're already the- wearing the shirts when the game starts yeah the crowd <laughs> they're on the chairs. During Jay Wright's pregame speech, the managers are taping up like uh, plastic on the lockers for the yeah. champagne after yes. the game. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, but they don't have to worry about that. Providence doesn't have to worry about that. You beat Creighton at home, it's over. You, you. I, I think Villanova might still get a share. I don't know. There's, there's the Mickey Mouse uh, COVID standings where yeah. like Villanova plays more games. So I don't know if, if, if Providence beats Creighton. I don't know if Villanova still has a chance at a share. I just know that Providence gets a share at least. At least. And that'll so be the first time if, ever. If Providence beats Creighton, they get a cut down that. So that's all I know. Creighton plays spoiler, by the way. <laughs> you think so? No, I mean, just in general, like as oh, a program. Oh, I thought you were predicting that they're going to. I mean, I, I kind of. The, yeah. The most Providence move would be to lose to Creighton and then beat Villanova some miraculously, yes. you know. In a triple overtime. Triple overtime. Top yeah, 10 tilt. Top 10 t- <laughs> <laughs> that's Providence. Um, Hilarious. It's it's there's no other way to describe this Providence season. It's just like it's, it's great for it's Ed so Cooley because, like I said, he should be the hottest name. Like for every every coaching search should have yeah. Ed Cooley in it. Yeah, which is which is great. Yeah, I love Ed Cooley. Um, you also love the UCLA Bruins, and oh uh, god, the sky is falling. No, no. <laughs> where where are you at with the panic button? They've been they were swept uh, by Oregon last night. Yeah, uh, Johnny Juzang's ankle bad match is uh with with, with and, Oregon. UCLA players having ankles is that the bad matchup? Because yeah, <laughs> what's going on with the uh, Juzang? Uh, uh, Hami Hakez, as we know, is like gonna his ankles will never be a hundred percent again. Um, <laughs> that was like the most depressing injury report I've ever had during a game during that USC game. Yeah. Uh, are you hitting the panic button? I already hit the panic button. I hit the panic button when they lost to USC. Are you there? Are you joining? No, me in I'm panic not land? because uh, Evan. 
uh, our statistician, he put out uh, the best four lineups, the best like of, of four players like mm-hmm. in the country. UCLA was number two when they have Hame Hakez, Jalen Clark, Johnny Juzang, and Jules Bernard. And I like okay. that four. And then I like you can rotate Cody Riley, who hits you with the left hand, Miles Johnson, who hits you with the right hand. Confuses people. They're like, which one is right handed? Which one is left handed? They, you know, they're similar the way they play. They're built similarly. So I like UCLA when we get to March as far as the matchup. Oregon last night, this was Oregon's got to be on the good side of the bubble. I, I don't know how the bubble works. Obviously, I, I'm losing my mind fighting what, what even is the bubble. But I assume that Oregon wins this game. They sweep UCLA. They should be on the right side of the bubble. So I don't take it that personally because I do, again, everything with UCLA is framing. This is a bad matchup. UCLA, UCLA versus Oregon. Oregon's a bad matchup. So and there lose, might be, like I said before, some sort of Nike deal that's underlined here. There you go. Because Oregon has to get in the tournament. Or I don't so think I'm Oregon's, not freaking out. I don't think Oregon's getting in the tournament. I think they're I don't think it. that's enough. Because I don't think UCLA is that good. Uh, I don't yeah. think sweeping I mean, UCLA is enough to, like, what is Oregon's? Yeah. I mean, UCLA has the same amount of wins as Carolina. You know, a lot of people forget that. Big 10 side of the day right there. <laughs> Both of my blue bloods. Uh, you, or, yeah, because Oregon Oregon uh, has lost to, that's right, lost to Cal at home by okay. 14 points. Okay. Conference Got loss. absolutely destroyed last week at Arizona State. Conference loss. Hot team. Bad matchup. <laughs> they, were, they were swept by Arizona State. Lost to Stanford. Oh, Stanford's pretty good, though. They're scrappy. Lost by 1,000 to BYU. You know what I've learned doing all this bu- bubble talk? I'm just like, show me your conference record. Show me your best win. Mm-hmm. And then I'll decide if you're in. That's all I need. Uh, Throw everything else out. Let's do uh, let's do Big Ten Stat of the Week and okay. then take a break because I, I want to get to fraud power rankings because uh, <laughs> you're talking about the bubble a lot and I think we're gonna oh man we have so many frauds I think uh, I hope you have some frauds that I, I that I've been I think we can we can shelf the uh, bubble discussion for the fraud power <laughs> rankings so let's do Big Ten Stat of the Week and uh, and, and keep it moving here go ahead you want to go for yeah. or, or hold on Big Ten Stat of the Week brought to you by Discover we got to shout out Discover yeah, shout out I can't Discover. thank Discover enough by the way for for the, yeah. the idea of having a sponsored segment Discover and Coors Light hooked us up. Um, my God, it is, it is. And it's fun. A dream come true. Yeah, exactly. It, it really is. Within the context of our show, it's not like they made up some segment. They were like, what do you guys want to do? When we started this show, we thought like, it, we, I, I remember when we uh, started the show, I was writing fake Arizona iced tea ads yeah. that I would read, <laughs> we would take ad breaks and then I would read Arizona iced tea ads that I, I had written myself. Because no one would sell ads on Arizona iced tea had no idea that I was doing this. No, no. one had any idea that I was doing, no one at the ringer had any idea I was doing this. I no was just doing listening. it. Um, and look how far we've come. We're sponsored. Uh, we got a Big Ten Style of the Week brought to you by Discover. When it comes to your credit card, Discover believes in having real people available 24-7 to help answer your questions. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Common sense. Uh, Big Ten Style of the Week. You go first. Yeah, Big Ten Style of the Week for me is pretty easy. This is coming from a bracketologist, uh, and he is giving me this stat. The WCC has three teams inside the top 25 of the net. Here's the stat for you. Only the Big 12, Big Ten, and SEC have more top 25 teams in the net. So the WCC is in fourth place with three teams in the top 25 of the net, but they are only behind the Big 12, the Big 10, and the SEC. I guess that's that's all that says is that the WCC should have at least three teams in the NCAA tournament. And the Big 10 should have more because they are in front of the WCC. And they have four teams. The Big 10. that are ha- that are They have four top 25 teams in the net. <laughs> Welcome to college basketball. This is what people talk about now, apparently. Tate has com- Jim, Tate has completely lost his... We have to stage an intervention. Yeah, no, we have to stage I, an intervention I, I, with the bubble. 
We're going to do it later. Just, <laughs> just hold on. We like. I, I'm well, just there you get go. Through That's this. your Big Ten stat. I'm going to get through this. WCC, three top twenty-five teams in the net. All praise be to the net. I'm going to. I'm going to get through this. I have. I have never in my life seen anybody unravel the way Taylor's unraveling <laughs> with the bubble right now. So we're gonna we're gonna get through this together, Makes and then no we're sense. gonna have the discussion about the bubble because this is. Uh, I, I all right. My my Big Ten stat of the week uh, is Illinois. The, the Illinois on Big Ten Network Twitter account, uh, oh, at wow. Illinois on BTN, on Saturday tweeted this. The highest road win percentage in power conference play over the course of the last three seasons belongs to these teams. Baylor's number one. They're 19-5 and five on the road in nice. power conference play. Kansas is number two. They're 17-7 and seven on the road in power conference play over the last three seasons. Number three is Villanova at 16-8. and eight. Number four is Illinois at 19 and 10. And also, there is a stat within the stat yes. that the 19 wins is three more than any other Big Ten team over that span. Do you have any idea what I just said? No, but I, I, I've heard 19 and 16 and that Illinois was in fourth. And I think those, Illinois those are my is favorite fourth. Big Ten stats today. Yeah. When, when the Big Ten team is in fourth place. The Big Ten, but that is the stat. Illinois. The the I'll boil it down like this: Illinois is is fourth among power conference teams on the road in the last three seasons. <laughs> Wait, what? So there you go. I mean, that is. I mean, it is. It is impressive. I think it's impressive. Uh, let's take a break. We'll come back. We got to do the fraud power rankings and uh, do a little bubble intervention for Tate because I I I'm fighting the good fight. He's he's, he's losing it. <laughs> Quick break to get aware from our sponsors. Support for Titus and Tate is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped recently launched the Ultimate Men's Hygiene Bundle, the Performance Package. You can join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code TITUS at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, that's about 8 million balls that you're going to figure out right there. Let's go. Um, the performance package by Manscaped has arrived, and oh man, is it a game changer. Inside the package, you'll find their lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, weed whacker, ear and nose hair trimmer, uh, cop preserver, ball deodorant, crop reviver toner, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag to hold your goodies. There you go. It's time to take care of yourself, so go to manscaped.com and get 20% off plus free shipping with code Titus. Again, get 20% off and free shipping with the code Titus at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code Titus. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Honestly, there was a market for that that everyone needed, you know, in, in, in might the be Might be TMI, but... uh. Hit the manscape last night. Oh, I'm flying high and tight today, baby. There you go, and, they, and, it, and it changed everything. It made it so you didn't have to go to CBS and like buy. You know, it just uh -huh. it changed everything. Thank you, man. <laughs> and now a message from Discover about rewards. If you're a loyal credit card customer, you should be rewarded for your loyalty, preferably with something that's useful, like cashback match. For instance, Discover matches all the cashback you've earned at the end of your first year. Finally, rewards that make sense. Discover exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com/slash/match. Limitations apply. Also want to talk about our friends at Coors Light. Coors Light is the beer that has made the chill, Tate. It is the beer that I turn to. It is the beer that I'm going to turn to here in about four or five hours when I hit up happy hour, mm. unwind on a Friday afternoon. It just, uh, it always hits. It always delivers no matter the occasion. It, 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 I, I can't say enough about Coors Light. It is, it is the most versatile beer that exists on planet Earth. If you're trying to have a good time, at a party, take some Coors Light. If you're trying to have a chill time and you're made to chill, which is what I do, 
Mm. I reach for the beer that's made to chill. There is only one beer out there that's literally made to chill, and that's Coors Light. Coors Light is cold lagered. It is cold filtered. It is cold packaged. It is literally made to chill. It is as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies, perfect for a moment to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com slash T ampersand T. That's CoorsLight.com slash TNT. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company. Golden, Colorado. Dell's President's Day event has finally arrived, and we are honoring you. For the artists and gaming fans out there, it's time to get more into what you're passionate about. For a limited time, save up to $250 on select Alienware and XPS computers powered by Intel Core processors. But the deals don't stop there. Take advantage of special pricing on monitors, docks, mice, and other accessories. These offers won't last, so start your upgrade today by visiting dell.com slash President's Day or by calling 800-BUY-DELL. That's 800-B-U-Y-DELL. Again, the number to call is 800-BUY-DELL. All right, let's do fraud power ranking state. Um, I want to start with an honorable mention, which is, uh, as I said, we were talking about UCLA. UCLA's ankle doctor, I think. Uh, do they have an ankle doctor? Does such a guy exist? How do we? I thought UCLA had like good medical school. No, there is an ankle doctor uh, that actually fixed Steph Curry's ankles. I'm not even kidding you. And one of my friends was trying to get surgery with him, and uh, apparently he's a Dude, jerk. Do you think UCLA? <laughs> apparently, it's hard to get this guy to work on your ankles. But if he does do it. He can save your ankle. Do you think UCLA getting into get the uh, the the feud with Under Armour is costing them yeah. a chance to? If they were still with Under Armour, Steph would hook it up. But then they they had the, yeah. the falling out with Under Armour, and that's why all their ankles were falling apart, and they're ruining their season. It seems something like a, to consider. It seems like a karmic response. It's something to consider. Yes. yes. Uh <laughs> that that is just an honorable mention. Is UCLA's? I just I just thought of that as we were getting ready to do it. Um, this, this starts the real broad power rankings at number five. Before I say who number five is, mm. I'm going to ask you this tape. There are 15 uh, NABC Coach of the Year winners that are active in college basketball. There are, are, are 15 guys have been named National Coach of the Year by the NABC, and they are still coaching their teams. Uh, I, will, I will name four. I'll go very quickly through the 14. Uh, Rick Pitino, Coach K, Tom Izzo, Kelvin Sampson, Bruce Weber, Jay Wright, Bob McKillop, Mike Anderson, Jim Beheim, Bill Self, Mark Few, Tony Bennett, Matt Painter, Anthony Grant. All those guys still coaching, have been named National Coach of the Year. Um, that list does not include Tubby Smith, who just stepped down at high yeah. point, no longer coaching. Uh, and it doesn't include Phil Martelli, who won at St. Joe's, is but technically now a head coach, but it's like a, yeah, you know, yeah. whatever. Not official. Um, or Jim Herrick, by the way. He won, but he's an assistant now. So, whatever. The point is, I could give you 10 million guesses as to the one name I did not mention who is an active head coach mm -hmm. who was named National Coach of the Year. And I don't think you would guess if you had 10 million guesses. Would you like to take one guess? <laughs> Billy Gillespie. Oh, that, that's not a bad guess. It is Todd Licklider. Oh, man. Who is the head coach of the Evansville Purple Aces. And at number five on the fraud power rankings <laughs> is Todd Licklider. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you why. Because this man uh, in 2007, I believe. Yeah. I think it was 2006, 2007, somewhere around there. 2006, 2007. It was 2007 because yeah, uh, Butler. It was 2007. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He won. Uh, they 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 gave Florida a good game in the NCAA tournament. That was when um, they got on the map a little bit. Yeah. And then he took the Iowa job the next year. That's right. Uh, Todd Licklider is the head coach at Evansville, and uh, it is not going well, Tate. This man is the national coach of the year. He just on on uh, uh, just this week on Wednesday versus Loyola Chicago lost 82 to 31. Um, they, the, the score was 41 to 12 at halftime. 
this was the lowest scoring game in the history of Evansville basketball, and it, it is it is not an anomaly. This team is very very bad. They are six and twenty two on the season. They were bad before. He Todd Licklider took over in twenty twenty when Walter McCarty uh, yeah. was had that situation. We'll call it. Oof. <laughs> Oof. Um, that situation happens. Uh, McCarthy gets fired, or did he leave? What I, he got fired, right? I think he got, he fired. got fired. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if he. I don't know what you know how they do that. It's like some people separate, some people part way. You know, I don't. know. I think he was fired. Fired. Uh, so Todd Licklider takes over in 2020. He literally does not win a single game. He takes over in January, loses 13 straight games in the season. That's it. Uh, last year they go nine and 16, but it was a it was a Mickey Mouse season in MVC because. Uh, Missouri Valley had had the scheduling deal that a lot of schools did, where they play like back to back on. You know, it, yeah, it, they're just yeah, trying to get yeah. the games in. Yeah. So the nine and sixteen, throw it out, doesn't even count. Fast forward to this year, uh, which by the way, I'm trying to sell nine and sixteen as though that was like a good season, but it is for for the run that, that he's on. <laughs> uh, six and twenty two this year. Uh, just got blown out by Loyola. I just wanted to call attention to this because Evansville is a team that uh uh you know I'm I'm an Indiana guy and Evansville is I I I knew guys that that ended up playing at Evansville that were you know my age that went and and had scholarships at Evansville and I I kept tabs on them and, and Licklider is uh, an indie guy right he's an indie guy yeah that's the other hard part about this yeah I've known my family's known Todd Licklider forever. I think I, if I'm being completely honest, I think uh, I'm just salty about Todd Licklider not recruiting me to Butler. Oh, wow. That's really what it was. Yeah, so this is coming all back full circle. He used to coach with my dad <laughs> at Danville High School. Yeah, And he refused back to recruit you? Yeah. Disrespect. The story The story we were told was that, and this was like before Butler was good. Like This was like yeah, the yeah, Rising yeah, League yeah, Butler. Yeah, yeah. Like this is the Rising Yeah, this was like the Rising, the rising League. This was like my, my dream was to play at Butler because I'd go watch, uh, you know, like, Brandon Miller and Darnell Archie and, and those, yeah. like the that team that they had that year. Um, I was like, dude, that that is sick. That's my kind of basketball right there. It's just they, they would run the weave. They would just run a <laughs> weave out top and then they would just like throw, you know, they they would they would set like they invented the dribble handoff, I think. Because they're just yeah. running the weave and then they would hit like Brandon Miller would just like stick his ass out, flip it up to Darnell Archie, and then he'd hit a 35 foot three. And that's how they were winning games. And I was like, that is awesome. <laughs> I yeah. want that. Sign me up for um that. And Todd Licklider didn't recruit me, and I, um, I'm still bitter about it. But anyway, uh, I think Fran McCaffrey sees Licklider, and he's like, "Don't, don't let that, you know, because like yeah. Licklider's son was on the team. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it, it, they, when I think of Fran McCaffrey, like sometimes I get hit. Like I sometimes I, I take what Licklider did at Iowa, and I think it's Fran McCaffrey. You yeah, know what I mean? so yeah. like Fran McCaffrey, it's a cautionary tale for Fran McCaffrey. Fran McCaffrey could lose, I think, every game the rest of the season and next, and Iowa fans still won't. Yeah, think no, he's that, best. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. That's true. Thank God. But uh, yeah, I think I think Todd was the only. I think Butler was the only school I never even got any letter whatsoever from. You know, you, you are know, man. You know, like, you are man. You know, like recruiting works. Like they they just send you like the you don't get all. You know, like I didn't get recruited by Indiana, but like yeah. IU did send when I was in ninth grade. They sent you like a hey, you want to come to camp type letters. Yeah, never got a thing from from Todd. Oh, there was this stat. The, the, I wanted to point this out. The the, the Loyola um. The Loyola loss was so bad. Kevin Sweeney, uh, shout out Kevin Sweeney for this uh, nugget from from uh, from that game. Loyola senior walk-on Will Alcock, who played seven minutes in this game, Tate, scored as many points as any Evansville player. The walk-on comes in because it's a blowout, and he he scores. He, he, like he would have been Evansville's leading scorer. So he game. should be playing. He should be. He would be starting at Evansville as well. <laughs> so we got to figure Evansville out. Evansville might be my new coaching destination when I when I run a campaign to get back. Fifteen to and forty-seven is bad. the record. It's bad. It's bad. 
So, so you could, uh, I mean, the, I think put I put Evansville on the list. Missouri Valley Conference. Brad Stevens, Evansville. Yeah, it's oh, in Indiana. Yeah, <laughs> bring him home. Bring him home. Two and a half hours away. I think he wants the UMass job. That's what I heard. <laughs> Uh, all right, number four on the the fraud power rankings this week. You'll love this one. This oh, one's this God. one's uh, this oh, one's yeah. Paolo Benke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Finally, someone's gonna call him out. Not uh, me. I mean, I I can't call him out because everyone thinks that I'm biased. But man, finally. This Duke, guy's not even close to the ACC Player of the Year. Yeah, but go ahead. Duke Duke beats Virginia <laughs> in Charlottesville. Uh, gets revenge for the the loss at home that 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 they uh, AJ suffered. Yeah, <laughs> I gotta come up with a, a song for AJ. Griffin. Uh, but for the second time this season, Paolo Bencaro gets locked Ooh. down by Jaden Gardner. Yeah. Uh, he in in game one he was three. East for Carolina's nine. own. Yeah. In game one he's three for nine for nine points and four turnovers. In game two, uh, this this past Wednesday. He's two for 13, Paolo is, Dude. for eight points, Dude. three turnovers. Um, he's a, he, he, he is completely out of the number one pick running as well, right? He's uh, got to be. He, he's with, with, with Chet and with Chet not even Jabari. Close. Or, yeah, not yeah. even close. Not even in the discussion. He's in the Keegan Murray. He's in the Keegan Murray discussion now. You're, you're a discussion guy. You're, you're yeah. a throw him in the discussion even if it's not going to happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not Get even in the, the discussion. He's not even in it. Not even not in even the conversation. Close. You know what? He is literally behind A.J. Griffin on the big board now. He's not even number one on the big board on his own team. <laughs> it's honestly, it's it's shocking. And someone reached out to us via the DMs, and who knows if they, but they said they grew up with him uh, in Washington and that his entire life he was Banchero. Whoa, is that true? Yeah, this is what this, this is what uh, an alleged friend that grew up with him. So identity crisis, whatever you want to call it, the best prospect on Duke is not Paolo Banchero. Yeah, the best prospect is not the best prospect. The, I, I, uh, yeah, I, I, Paolo's definitely, I mean, with the way Chet Holmgren has been playing lately, I'm, it, Chet's number one. Chet's pick. number one. Told you. We've come full circle. Chet's it's number Chet. one. Paolo. Chet, 21 points, 15 rebounds. Yeah. It's six blocks at San Francisco. And he changes Gonzaga's, like, yeah, he they're Rust, a vertical team now. Rustin tweeted that Chet Holmgren is Michael Vick of college basketball <laughs> and deleted it. Jim Jim was doing the research crunch the numbers for us. He deleted the tweet, which comes like who called him out? Who said that was? I mean, one I mean, it is everybody, I mean, literally everybody. Yeah, I mean, one it is the most ridiculous thing I've ever read. But I, I love that he deleted. He should have kept it up. But he's a, Chet. Chet has elevated himself to that level though, to where Paolo is, is Michael Vick of basketball. Yeah. Yeah. Paolo is 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 done with right. That's he's. I I think anybody anybody doing like an NBA draft discussion and you're saying it's a it's a three man race because that's what it was. I mean, last month, yeah. uh, you know, six weeks ago when we were talking about the number one pick, you're like, yeah, it's one of three guys. It's Paolo, it's Jabari, it's Chet. Take your pick. Yeah. Um, Pro Paolo probably wasn't the favorite, but you throw him in the you throw him in the conversation. Conversation. Dave. He is very much out of conversation. And if anybody's saying it's a three horse race at this point, that you you're you're. you're Obviously not paying attention. Two days ago, ESPN wrote an article how the big three of Chet Holmgren, Paolo Bencaro, and yeah. Jabari Smith yeah. are battling for the number one yeah. pick. See. That was two days ago. I don't. I mean, one uh, that was ridiculous when it was written, but but now someone needs to get in that article. Even more egregious. Throw an editor's note at the top. We've we apologize. We, apologize. we, we are going to change the header. <laughs> also. Paolo Bencaro, I don't know, Jim probably saw this. Uh, he became the first active college basketball player to appear in 2K. And guess what his rating was, Jim? 95. <laughs> higher than Kevin Durant. 88. Higher than DeMar DeRozan. Higher than Wait. Nikola Jokic. 
How does this work? So you're saying he's a college like how, how he do you is, mean he is he can it, play with him he as, is like as officially not like someone made him and then uploaded the rosters and you downloaded it but what team I mean? is he on he's just a guy in the game like he's just like just a free agent just like probably has an ignite jersey on <laughs> if, if i had to guess or probably a duke jersey <laughs> he should be a 99 because he's like the mike vick but it's, of, like, i mean that's real he really you know? is in the game he's the first college active college basketball player to be in nba 2k and he's rated 95 oh my god so in that sense he follows more the cam newton i would say chet chet's the mike vick Good. yeah chet's mike vick yeah and jabari smith is fool andrew luck charlie <laughs> andrew luck <laughs> i hope so I hope Rostin so. Got It'd be great again. if, like, that's what he—that's what his excuse is whenever he has that. Was. If I ever, if I ever hacked Rostin's account, that's what I would do. I wouldn't Nick. try to like make money, or yeah. I wouldn't be like, click on this link for a free PlayStation. Yeah. I would, I would tweet things that are very, that the are things takes. like within the realm of what Rostin would say, but yeah. are like twenty percent more insane. <laughs> that's what I would do. Honestly, if, Mike Vick compared to Chet Holmgren is probably the most insane thing you could ever say. Like, I don't even know how you go more insane. I, I I genuinely don't mean, like, see Vick one thing that is similar like, between like, Michael Vick and like, <laughs> Maybe I don't know, Marcus but he deleted Vick. it, so we'll move on. Moving Marcus on, uh, number three on the uh, fraud power rankings is uh, something I feel very passionate about, and I understand yeah. how old it's going to make me sound, but I, th I think most of our listeners will agree with me on this. Todd Licklider. <laughs> Todd Licklider yet again. <laughs> number three is... Uh, Teams wearing dark jerseys at home. Yeah, this is true. I agree. This, I I don't know how this happened, when this happened, how like I, I, floodgates are open. Dude. I blame this is, football. This is happening every single game. This happened yeah. three times. Three games I watched last night. Yeah, this was Ohio State wore white jerseys in Champaign because Illinois wanted to do orange out. Uh, UCLA wore their road jerseys, but then Oregon had their black jerseys on. Yeah, and uh, in, in, in Eugene for that game for no apparent reason. And then Utah, uh, Arizona, Utah was wearing their black jerseys and, and Arizona's wearing white and they were playing in Salt Lake City. It makes no sense, Tate. Uh, I, I reached my breaking point when I was watching Ohio State, Indiana, and Ohio State was wearing black jerseys, or the gray, like the dark gray, and Indiana's wearing the, the crimson. And if, in, unless you just have like perfect, vi I, I, I have good vision and I still couldn't, I was, I, I know all the guys on the team. So I, I know. Yeah. You know I, who's who. If there's anybody yeah. on planet earth that could suss out both of those teams, <laughs> it, it should be me. And I was still struggling with it. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I don't know how we got here as a college, like we're college basketball is turning into the NBA. I don't like it. Yeah. Stick to the white jerseys at home. Who, who started this trend? The NBA. Somebody answered. College like, football. Nike. It's well, college really, football's always been that way. Yeah, I know. But that's what I'm saying. Now, college football has leaked over in college basketball because if you look at the SEC, it's like all these great college basketball coaches are now at football schools. It seeps over, you know? The, the culture seeps over to, toward you. And then looking at Nike, I mean, they want to sell more jerseys. They've that's done this in the Nike. NBA. It's Phil Knight. Yeah, Phil Knight. Number three... Number three is Phil Knight. Phil Knight. Phil Knight. Thank you. It's ridiculous. The PK85 this fall, though. We're going to be there. Oh, my God. <laughs> we'll I, ask him this November. <laughs> Phil Knight, why are you ruining jerseys at home and continuity and history? And, and I, I think it's too, like, these, <laughs> these, these, uh, like, social uh, media people, the people that run social media accounts for uh, want the, the new fan jerseys. experiences for, for these teams want to do, like, like, the whiteouts played out. Like, yeah. everyone's done a whiteout. Yeah. What if we did a blackout? What if we did an orange out? What if we did a... Yeah. It's like, no, dude. What if we stuck with... 
a system that works. The system works. You wear white I thought at you were going to say, let's stick with the whiteout. I was like, I don't no. think that's it. No, the, the system, like, I don't know. It's preposterous. It's preposterous. Just, just yeah, just wear your you home situation, jerseys. Just wear your home jersey. You get a situation where, like, Indiana is like, we have two jerseys, dude. We have a white jersey and we have a, 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 red, a crimson jersey. Yeah. We, we are not wearing the white on the road. So, like, we're going to wear, like, in Ohio State's like, we want to do a, a and, and Indiana's like, fine, do it. We're wearing, you know. Yeah. What happened to the system, dude? The system worked. This, this is my pro- This is what makes me go nuts as I get older. It goes it's back like, to the leadership void that we were talking about. Who is going to lead these kids? I don't mind change. Change is okay, <laughs> Tate. What I mind is we have to have a system that works. Yeah. The system is broken when you're wearing dark jerseys at home. The system of wearing white jerseys at home is not broken. It's worked for a thousand years. Yeah. What are we doing? Yeah. I don't understand it. Yeah. It's about as insane as tweeting that Michael Vick is similar to Chet Holmgren. No, no, the system Isn't the is system, though, that's that what the system if you're has home, become. You can yeah. wear either whatever jersey. It was you never that. It was always no, white. It was, it was, you had the option to do no, that, but you would never do that because that would break. I don't everything. think you did have the option to do that. I think, probably didn't like, have the option. Dude, if, if in 19, if it, it's America, you always have the option, but yeah, I, I think you have If option. in 1991, North Carolina came out of the tunnel wearing <laughs> black jerseys, I would throw up. If the whole, the whole arena yeah. would have stood up and walked out. No, we would have been like, we're not watching Duke play. Yeah. Boo. Oh my God! Anyway, <sighs> no, you're right. It's you're right. Number up. three, number two on the fraud power rankings this week is uh, Kofi Coburn's National Player of the Year trophy. Yeah, it's over. It's over. It's dead. It's yeah. done. It 12, I think is Big Ten Player of the Year. Twelve points, trophy. three rebounds yeah. uh, against Ohio State, and and we we've made the case before that when Kofi Coburn goes up against a guy that's just as big as him, he he's ineffective. Uh, that was he wasn't even against a guy as big as him. He was against Zed Key and Kyle Young, and he 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 shit the bed Tate yeah it's over it's done and and beyond that Brad Underwood in the postgame press conference killed any any hope that Kofi Coburn has for winning any sort of uh individual award when he was talking about Malachi Branham and he said quote I think they have the best player in our league talking about Ohio State and his name's not EJ Liddell so Brad Underwood believes that Malachi Branham is the best player in the Big Ten which how can you say that Kofi yeah. Coburn is the best player in the country if he's not even the best player in the Big Ten. Well, Johnny Davis, I think, is going to win Big Ten Player of the Year, yeah. right? Yes. Johnny and Davis now he player. is probably the best to then go on to win National Player of the Year. So that is why. I mean, that's really why Kofi's out of it because of Johnny Davis, you know? I mean, Kofi's out of it because of Kofi. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> this is what I'm trying to tell Illinois fans. Stop blaming everybody else. Say, no, I'm with you, Illinois. Stop pointing at the, the only reason he's out is because, no, the only reason he's out is because Kofi Coburn is not yeah. the best player in the country. It yeah. has never been the best player in the not country. Not the best player in the Stop country. Stop it. Could have been the best player in the Big Ten if not for Johnny Davis. If not for, if he, yeah, I could have been the best player in the Big Ten if not for all the players that were better than me. Yeah. Yeah. Stop blaming it on everyone else. I love you, Kofi. <laughs> I wanted him to do it. I wanted him to do it. Oh my god! But he's a good number two on the fraud power ring. Uh, it's over. All right, number one. I'm, we're gonna we're gonna move past that because I want to get to the real issue of uh, what's going on with this show right now, which is that Tate is is slowly <laughs> descending into a pit of madness. Uh, yeah. And we haven't really talked about it much on the show, but like Jim, Jim and I were talking before you got here that we, mm. we need an intervention. That, mm. that Tate is unraveling. Um, number one on the fraud power rankings is the bubble. Yeah, and you Agreed. think you think I'm agreeing with you? No, I no. Regardless, I'm just glad it's on there. It's not on there because <laughs> I'm just glad it's on there because the bubble the bubble's the biggest fraud in sports. The bubble, as it's as we sit today, as the calendar is about to turn to March, yeah. Um, the bubble is considered strong, I believe, by the, <laughs> by the people, which is problem number one. But continue. 
we know this from uh, our good friend Mike Rutherford loves pointing this out that every year they find a way to say that the bubble is historically weak and he, he laughs at that because he's like it, of course it's weak it's the bubble that's how it works thank you it's, Mike it's literally called a bubble like how yes. can it be strong this year it feels like not people aren't saying it's strong but you're not hearing people say the bubble is weak and part of the reason you're not hearing people say the bubble is weak is because yeah. teams on the bubble include North Carolina Indiana Memphis Michigan Oregon all these teams that like come should be in the season, tournament <laughs> All these teams coming yes. into the season uh, had had a, a certain level of expectation. I think all of them were ranked at one. I don't think Indiana was ever ranked, but they were knocking on the door. Um, they got votes. Yeah, they, they got a lot that's of votes in the conversation. Uh, polling. So all of these teams are are very very good on paper, and you can you can talk yourself into them being a good team if they can just pull it together. Whatever. False. The bubble is not strong. All of these teams suck ass, and you know how I know they suck ass, Tate. Yeah. I've been watching them all season. They're all terrible. The bubble is weak. The bubble is just as weak as it is every year. Uh, I, 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 that's why I'm putting the bubble on, on the, number one on the fraud power rankings. It is not a good bubble. The bubble's a fraud. Yeah, because Carolina's not on the bubble. They're in the tournament. And in fact, if you look at the metrics, uh, if you look at the metrics based on where they are right now, uh, they would be based on precedent that's been set since 2019. What's driving me crazy about this, sincerely, is that people are basing things that literally have been in in function, in reality, happening since 2019, as if it's the effing Bible that was written four million years ago. I, we, can, can I stop you there? Jim... Jim and I literally have no idea what you're talking about because we, we haven't been living in this world yeah. of like you sussing out numbers and you're like, no. whatever. You know what I learned is that the main thing that really matters is the amount of margin of loss. That That is like the real, that is the real big factor in these stupid effing formulas. And uh, I, I, who cares about your efficiency margins? I could give a crap. I've never heard anyone ever talk about that to me about basketball. Yet I'm in the mud arguing <laughs> with these people. About things I could care less about. And my whole point is that North Carolina is currently, in my mind, a 10 seed. Or maybe even a 9 seed. <laughs> and I'm not even on the bubble. And stop talking to me about the bubble. I don't want to hear about the bubble. And, I, and I'm going to smack someone else that, that brings up the bubble. 20 and 8, 12 and 5 in the ACC. One in, Explain this to me. How can Duke be... Knock it on the door as a one seed. How is this team not going to be a one seed? Oh, my uh, goodness, this team. Uh, da, 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 da. They are one and a half games up on North Carolina in the conference. What? One and a half games? Yet they should be a one seed, and the team that's one and a half games back should be out of the tournament. Make it make sense. It makes no sense. And if someone else brings up efficiency margins to me, I have, I'm going to Jawan Harrod them. I'm going to have to. So Two things. That's it. Tate, yeah. it's not your yeah. fault. No, I'm, okay. I, I'm. We care about. I'm you. literally, I'm literally yelling at, <laughs> or at, at like statisticians online. They're like, For, you're, "You're not." <laughs> this is how they start. But they're like, "You're not wrong." I'm like, "Don't tell me I'm not wrong. I don't want to hear fault. it." We I care about you. Know, got, we're concerned about your behavior online. Got, and if you look at the efficiency <laughs> margins of Duke and North Carolina, you'll understand. He's gonna get smacked. <laughs> he's gonna get smacked. <laughs> he's gotten into more fights with 14-year-olds in the last week. No, these are like 40-year-olds that are like trying to, you know, tell me about college basketball with numbers. And I'm fine with numbers. I like numbers. Okay. I like numbers. You know I like, no so I like what, numbers. So what, what is the case for Carolina if... Uh, so let's not do numbers. Let's do eye test. Make the case for Carolina based on the eye test. I don't even Michigan? like this team. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I don't even like this team. Get That's what I don't understand. All, all, I care, all I care about is don't disrespect... My so university, don't disrespect my program. And also, if Duke was 20 and 8 and 12 and 5 in conference, they'd be a fucking three seed. You know what I mean? So, like, 
I, I'm just I'm just trying to get a little bit of blue blood respect. That's all I am. I'm like Rodney Dangerfield out here. I'm yelling for respect. I'm getting none. And and then I got people. What? Well, actually, well, actually, well, actually, well, I think. Oh, my God. I think the problem is <laughs> driving me insane, driving me insane. And you know what? Carolina is probably going to lose the state on Saturday and then they'll be off the bubble and I'll be done with it. I mean, you know what I mean? <laughs> like th that would honestly be a relief to me. But why? But then, then why are you fighting so hard for them to be in? Because they're like, currently in right now, yet everyone keeps talking about the but, bubble. But, uh, but, uh, but, but, Bill okay, Walton so said they're the in, but how are they in? How are they like, what is the kit? You're saying, you're saying you don't want to talk numbers. Eight, you, they're 12 and five. If you don't want to talk numbers, then why they are you using numbers? Michigan by 20 points. No, I'm giving you the numbers because I, I literally, I, I'm tired of the people throwing numbers at me, so I'm throwing numbers back. I'm throwing numbers back. They were boat raced by Pittsburgh. Oh, my God. I mean. At home. How dare they lose one game? Oh, also, Wake Forest has one quad, one win. I haven't heard anyone say that about Wake Forest. I haven't you heard anybody. I mean? This is the point. Of, well, this is why we do the ACC update. I haven't heard anybody talk about any ACC team. All Wake Forest is in the tournament, according to all the all the bracket people. They've only had one quad one win. Carolina hasn't lost to bad teams other than Pittsburgh, but yet everyone, I guess, watched that game. Congratulations. That, that was on their radar that day. <laughs> the only games that people have watched at Carolina is the Duke game when they got blown out in the Pittsburgh game, as far as I can tell. And all I'm yelling is they still won 20 Kentucky. games. Kentucky. What about when they got blown out by Kentucky? I don't think anyone to watch that because <laughs> really they shouldn't have played that game. They shouldn't have played that game. That was a rescheduled game. All that to say, <laughs> the bubble's the worst place in sports. Literally. This is broken tape. No, it's the worst place in sports, and it's so bad that I refuse <laughs> to be a part of it, and I would rather lose than be on the bubble. I'd rather be out of the tournament, out of the conversation, a la Duke last year, even though somehow they were on the bubble at 13 and 11. No, they were Duke, on the bubble Duke, Duke last did, year. Duke didn't miss the tournament. They, had, oh, they, they, they had opted, to, out, they opted out because of COVID. Yeah. COVID yeah. My God. If someone else says that to me, I'm going to smack Did they not? Uh, <laughs> did they not? They didn't even play in the ACC tournament. Regardless, they, they opted regardless, out. Regardless, get me off the bubble. <laughs> Either beat me so that it's done, or Carolina win the rest of the games, and then I'm really gonna go crazy on all these people. If Carolina beats Duke next Saturday, which I'm gonna well, watch home alone. Oh my God, they should be a five seed. Well, be Duke. <laughs> according to according to these people and their value of Duke. All right, I'm done. I'm I'm done. Well, I mean, about if the you if you beat Duke, you're you're obviously in. So you will. Be, it, it, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't oh think my god, they're not going to beat Duke. The they're going to lose the state tomorrow, and then it'll be over. If you lose the state, you're out. Good. You're definitely be out. out. If you lose the all I'm saying Syracuse at home, you're probably out. Take me out of the conversation about the bubble. I will never entertain it. Either I'm out or I'm in. I will not be in between. But then why do you why? Because right now they're why, in, but people are telling me I'm on the bubble. That's what I'm arguing. But about. why if you hate this team? And you realize, like, even if they make it in, they're I, going to lose in the playing game. Because we've made ten straight tournaments, Why? and we continue oh, yeah. the we can we're the longest active streak. We continue the streak, but at the same time, I don't believe in this team, and they've had five strikes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. But I will. What if they opt hard? out? What if they uh, opt out? I'm fine with Jim. That. Does, does this does this does this out. logic track at all for you, Jim? It does. That, like he's he's. This team has five strikes. He hates them. Um, yes. he, he can't stand to watch Carrot. He can't stomach it. They got blown out but a bunch. Then, but yeah, they've got blown out a bunch. Don't, don't tell, talk to me about numbers. Talk to me about I Talk to me about also, 20 and 8, but 12 and 5 in the ACC. One and a half games back at Duke. One and a half ACC games back at Duke. Garbage. How, How much did Duke be beat the one man? seed? Literally, yeah. oh my God. Duke could have lost every game at home if you actually watched Duke. <laughs> but nobody does. They just watch headlines. 
All right, but that's the end of my rant. I hate the public. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> can we just agree on that? I literally I think this is about <laughs> Coach K retiring and that you're just, you're oh, just anxious. God. Oh, you're taking man. that somewhere. He's taking it. And you're In the group chat, in the group chat with uh, Jim and me and Tate is Tate just will like you just you just I'll just like wake up and there'll be like two texts from Tate and it's just like <laughs> tweets from like people that are doing Carolina. It's like it's like at Carolina's biggest fan and then you're like, dude, it, it, it'll it'll be a, a tweet that's like a, a blind resume and then Tate will be like, dude, look at this. Can you believe this? And I mean, then it's like it's, Carolina versus SMU or something. And SMU is like not even in the tournament. SMU should be in the tournament. That's what I'm also arguing. There's so many teams. <laughs> Tate has become Dickie V. No, Dick, Dick, Dickie V doesn't San, have a voice right now. So Tate's becoming Dickie V. San Francisco is on the bubble. Okay. Like they're on the bubble. I'll tell you who's on the bubble. But but North Carolina is in the tournament. San Francisco's okay. on the bubble. They're, 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 they're on the right the side bubble. of the bubble. They're on the right side of the bubble. But that's a bubble team. Who's a bubble team about. that doesn't belong in? Who, who's who's not in? Who's who's definitively not Memphis? in? Memphis. Okay. Mean, All right. No way they they should. I be agree in. with that. Michigan. No way they should be in. Eh. No. Get them out of here. They have no. They're gonna they're gonna no they're gonna take care of themselves anyway because they're get you know. I get it. The Big Ten, uh, the vaunted Big Ten. How dare we? They can't haven't won a title this century. But how dare we talk about how you know how great they are? All yeah. The time. yeah. 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 I agree. But I'm, <laughs> I agree because because North Carolina won titles yeah. in 1982. We should ten of the last twenty North titles Carolina from the ACC, high. but no respect for the conference. Yeah. I don't know what to do. But the bubble is a farce. The people that are on the bubble that make up the bubble, the worst people in the world. Literally, it, there's a movie. The, the worst who, person who in, in your the world mind right now? And my answer would be the bubble. Who makes up the bubble? You. It's just kind of like who makes up the NCAA. It's a lot of people making bad decisions. <laughs> Do you think North Carolina's in? They're not. They're one hundred percent not in. If the tournament started today, if the selection Sunday was today, I don't. You think that they're not you, a nine or a ten, well, or you don't even think they're in. You don't think they're above. No, I think they would be. So that means the ACC got three teams in. Is what you're the saying. way they would get in? The ACC is going to get three teams in the tournament. I think, think so. The ACC wow. sucks, dude. Oh my god! This is why Hits? we do the ACC update. Nobody. Oh my god! You've had one ranked team the entire season. If the ACC gets three teams, and they're not the even that good. RIP to the NCAA tournament. <laughs> I think R. I R. think P. Carolina Carolina I'm gonna I'm gonna give you this tip Tate because you don't know how the bubble works uh but I I've watched a lot of that, that's the other thing I learned it's a lot of people that like know the bubble and I'm like man that must be a terrible life to it like, is I'm a, I'm a bubble it expert is. bubble yes. boy my god you literally it's a bunch of them bunch of bubble boys yelling at me block inside boys their bubble. and bubble boys <laughs> man and I got away from the block boys. And then all of a sudden, here come the bubble boys. Well, oh I mean, God. it is a terrible existence. That's why they're trying to tell you. They're trying to warn you of what's, what's to come. I, that's why I say I'm not a part of it. I, the I'm experts, not party so to they it. Know. I'm either in know. or out. I'm either in or out. I don't I don't hedge. They, they live in the bubble. They know. So you should <laughs> yeah, listen to them. You should know. You Heed should listen. their advice. I'm out. I'm out. Uh, you got to watch for the bitch dealers. You got to watch these small conference <laughs> tournaments now. I'm over it. He's over it. He's over it. No, I go win no. the NIT. I mean, like, I, I literally, I, oh, we'll I start our own tournament. We'll start our own tournament. Oh, man. Coach ACC K. And, and Coach K. Are they in the bubble in the year? ACC tournament at this point? I mean, I think at this point, I'm going to have to spin it where, like, the, the NCAA committee should put Carolina in, and they should be the eight or nine seed, and Duke should be the one seed, and they play Duke in the second Eight round. or nine? That's <laughs> yeah, that's what I'll give them. That's my deal. The bubble off. boys say they're not Carolina's even a Carolina's an eight-nine game, and they're playing Duke, who can be a one seed. They want Duke to be a one seed. Duke can be a one seed. 
Oh, my I'm God. just next Saturday. I'm just praying to the good Lord <laughs> that he finally does something good. You know what I mean? Finally. Okay. Like smites down. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, what what else is going on there? ACC? Tell, tell the people what, what I, three, three teams are getting in the tournament. That's what, <laughs> that's what I was. Breaking nose. I mean, honestly. Yeah, I uh, I mean, Duke's the best team by far in the ACC, according to the experts. And then everyone else is, though, doesn't matter. (laughs) That's the ACC update. That's what I learned from the media. By the way, uh, I don't know. I don't know if you've uh, you've realized this. I don't think our listeners certainly know this. Tate's birthday falls on Selection Sunday this year. Oh, I know. Oh, that'll be good. Yeah, so I'm a, I am March Madness. Um, you put the mad in madness. Yeah, I know it's gonna be sad. I mean, if they disrespect my program, I mean, I'm I'm literally I I'm, I, I might like I might just call out everybody if we if they get dis- if Carolina is a 22 win team and they lose to Duke and they make it to the quarterfinals or semifinals of the AC tournament and doesn't make the tournament, that's erroneous on all accounts. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fact. What do you, th- Jim? What do you, what do you think is the funnier for for people that listen to us and watch us? Uh, what, what? Oh, it'll what be funny. Be, it'll what be will funny. be the funnier uh, moment to look back on? Me watching Oral Roberts do Iowa State live on the air, or Tate watching North Carolina not make the tournament on his birthday live? That'd be fantastic. Oh my, oh my god! If they make. With Seth, with Seth Davis reporting it to me, yeah, that, that's like the worst part of it. And nobody, and nobody, because you know this is gonna happen too. Carolina doesn't make it. There's not gonna be a soul fighting for them. Like Dick, no, Dickie V will think everybody. He, you know, bad example because Dickie V is off television for now. Yeah. But uh, whoever the Dickie V is, it's like everybody belongs in. Let's put 112 teams in a 68 team field. No one will mention Carolina as like uh, no, like, no one wants them in. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I feel like it is true. Carolina has been. I feel like a. I, I am a solo soldier. Soldier on the battlefield, and there's literally no one around. Go North Carolina's way. I mean, we not will, if they're years. in the first four. If I lose in the first four, was that a win for if you? They're in. If they're in Dayton, <laughs> I'm just like I. I might not even watch. I mean. <laughs> Oh, they're in the they're in the so so you think they're in like when you say you I, I need to know how, they're a 10, <laughs> 9, 10, or eleven seed in right the ACC now. and at tournament. worst at worst they're an eleven seed in a playing <laughs> game at worst and even that is egregious that's egregious but I get it no respect for the ACC and hey oh I just God. I'm just over the bubble talk I'm just like I don't even don't even put them in the tournament don't oh, even talk to them about man. the bubble. I, I fought the good fight. Opt out. And like I said, Opt I don't out. even like this team. I don't even like this team. And I fought the good fight. <laughs> and I like the guys. <laughs> Their best win. They beat Michigan. By 20. Blew them out. Where Everybody's the, blown up. Where are the efficiency margins in? That's what I'm yelling about. Why but won't Michigan's the on the margin? bubble, right? It's Michigan. But Michigan's, Michigan's on the bubble or they're just not even in? No. They're, they're telling me Michigan's in. They're telling me Lenardi oh, has them in. Oh, oh my God. God. Let's move on. Um, shout out to Carolina's football. Get out of here. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, that's the only good. That's the only thing I have to look forward to. But now NC State's top five team preseason. You see this in football? NC State is. Yeah. So they're they're the real football. So what? Who? How? What? Yeah. They're top five in football preseason. Not like next matters. year. Yeah. Who says this? That that's not even kind of true. ESPN. That's that, that's what? <laughs> Dude, NC State. 
Where do you get your news? <laughs> From Evan Mayakawa. That's where I get my information. Uh, let's let's get the hell out of here. Shout out to closeouts. Oh, man. Shout out to NBA basketball coming back last night. It was not great. And uh, college basketball trumped it last night. Um, so I just want to shout out to college basketball winning the culture war. A lot of good, lot of good games yeah. last night, and the Brooklyn Nets just shit the bed again. So, Meanwhile, like everyone that runs college basketball wants to make it more like the NBA, seemingly. Yes, we got to keep moving the three point line back. We got to number three on the frog power rankings. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Let's, let's mix up the jersey. Like let's let's make college look more like the NBA, and then the NBA looks at their TV ratings and they're like, "How do we? We should we should do something." Like, yeah, no one really. And I saw the uh, uh, Daryl Morey floated the idea of what if the NBA. <laughs> Just took the NCAA tournament model for the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. that's not going to happen, obviously. But like the fact that they're like throwing that out there is a they're like we need interest. Yeah, and and so the uh, NBA is like we should be more like college. <laughs> Look at what college is doing. That that's how people get interested. Let's do that. And college is like we should do more of the NBA stuff. College yeah. is like should we do a play in tournament? <laughs> Carolina's going to be in the play in tournament. Oh, maybe, maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, went out the rest of the season. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to shout out Kentucky, who beat uh, who beat North Carolina by a thousand when they played them, but yeah, they, they also uh, they they beat Alabama and LSU without their their two guards. And uh, they're my national title yeah. pick. Kentucky is they 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 um you know we we, we watched uh, Severe Wheeler and and Ty Ty Washington at Auburn at LSU. They they both go dead like it was eerily similar games, and yeah. um, Kentucky falls apart without those guys. Uh, and, and, you know, it was, it was a situation where you're like, we want to believe in Kentucky, but also Ty Ty Washington seems to get hurt every single game. And like, is this going to catch up to them? They, they're still, they still need Ty Ty Washington if they're going to win a national championship, obviously. But, mm -hmm. uh, the fact that they, they, they beat Alabama and LSU without both of those guys is a great, great sign that like when those do, when they do have those dudes healthy, they're going to be awesome. They got Arkansas at Arkansas. This uh, Kellen Grady is the the X factor, whatever you want to call it, of that team. I think Kellen Grady, he's got his confidence back. Yeah. Remember we saw him last year at Davidson, mm -hmm. and we were like, this guy is He looked not tired. He just looked like, like I can't. Look, everyone wants me to be Steph Curry, and I can't be that. Yeah. Please stop. Yeah, please stop making me run around wanna, screens yeah. and all that sort of stuff. He he found like who he is as a player at Kentucky. I just want to like hit open shots, basically. Yes. And that's what he gets to do at Kentucky. Exactly. Because he's um, like, no one's all over me 24 7 yeah. yeah uh i want to shout out murray state for uh breaking belmont in half um i think murray I state should be a two three a two three four range we gotta we got jim we gotta have tate for like before selection sunday we need tate to give us his bracket if murray state was a two seed i wouldn't have any I, I wouldn't you, you say you can't just say these say, like we gotta have okay so how many one seeds do you have who are your one seeds who are your two seeds who are your three like we need to yeah. we need to see it spelled out you got to do your own. Then I'm in the middle. Then I'm in. The, then I'm in the game with the Bubble Boys. Now, now I'm playing the Bubble Boy game. I'm, I'm not. I'm not hanging out with the <laughs> Bubble Boys. It's gonna be uh, that Charlie from Always Sunny uh, meme or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Oh my god. Um, Murray State won though, seventy six to forty three. Belmont's a team that's like they're 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 not making the tournament, but there was a a path ish. I don't know. Not really, but like, yeah, you know, they, they still, if, if you're in Belmont's locker room, you're talking yourself into like, if we beat Murray state, we can go on a run here we can and get, an at -large. get at large. Maybe. Yeah. Um, and so like, that's my way of saying Belmont is like very motivated. They're a very good team. They, they, th this was a desperation situation for Belmont and Murray state wiped the floor with them. KJ Williams at 30. Shout out Murray state. I like shout, out, shout out my father too, who, uh, as Indiana, Indiana lost five in a row, was telling me he's back on the Belmont bandwagon. 
And then Indiana beats Maryland last night. Belmont gets blown out. He, he just said, he sent me, he texted me after Indiana beat Maryland. He just said, Hoosiers are back. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, I love, I love Xavier Johnson too, which is a guy that he's like been pulling his hair out yeah. over. <laughs> well, in, like, well Indiana's in in my tournament. They're not even on the bubble, they're in. <laughs> We gotta, we gotta, uh, <laughs> like get a get NBA Two K and and or no, whatever, it's the eye whatever, test. Whatever basketball video game there is, Jim, and and create all these Tate's teams. tournament and create Tate's tournament. Yeah, like all the teams that he would put in. Fantastic. It would be fantasy. so much better than the NCAA tournament. Based on what the bubble boys are telling me, it would be so much better. <laughs> I mean, Tate loves shitty basketball. <laughs> no, 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 no. We'll take the blue blood. Why would like? But but for those of us that are neutral fans. Why would you subject us to North Carolina in the tournament? Like we don't we want to watch like a fun team that's like I like high ceilings. <laughs> that's a high ceiling team and also a very, Leaky very roof. low floor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like a a a path that they just fall. Can I shout out uh the Coach K farewell tour? Tony Bennett um deciding to go yeah. full class, gives Coach K his own plaque. And then after the game, even though ACC three bid league, Coach K said it would be a sin, quote, a sin. If Virginia was not in the NCAA tournament. Mm, nice. Did he say that about North Carolina too? No, he did not. Oh, smart. But Virginia, three but North, spots behind North Carolina in the ACC ranking. So. But, but North Carolina didn't give Coach K any sort of yes. any recognition. No. So he didn't say anything about that. Huh, Classless. Interesting. Classless. Yeah. It'd be Classless. great if Coach K was, yeah. you made was the Twitter people that are fighting with you online. He's also <laughs> hacking John Rothstein. It's just like, this is Coach K. Doing if I found himself. out that Coach K was uh, actually Joe Lenardi uh, <laughs> behind the scenes, that would be great. That would be awesome. Oh, but shout God. out to Tony Bennett. I, I think Tony Bennett figured it out. He's like, I'm going to go class all the way. And therefore, you're always, you have the upper hand. So shout out to him. Is Virginia, Virginia has no shot whatsoever. Coach K said it would be a sin if they didn't make the tournament. Which I asked him to do. I asked him to stick his neck out for the ACC. I'm glad he did it. Well, is is Coach K your moral compass? Like, what? what did, no, why, man. In this sense, in this sense, he's right. I don't ever say Coach K is right. It would be an absolute sin if they don't. Who's make better, the Virginia? Virginia? If Virginia doesn't make the tournament, it would be a sin. I just if Carolina you, doesn't make the tournament, the world should end. I just those, that, those are the degrees of of <laughs> impact. I just like we 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 love you and we want we want what's best for you. And I guess like we just need you to understand that like Virginia is not making the tournament. And North Carolina tell is probably not making Tell Coach K that. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Virginia tell Coach might, K though. that. I thought Coach K, I thought it was Coach K's final year and we're going to honor his wishes. And instead, we're defying him and not doing what he wants. And I don't think that's right. I don't know. I never thought I would be on Coach K's side, but here I am Co arguing for Virginia, the ACC. <laughs> Does Coach K look at the efficiency margins, or is that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is Coach K? I wish I would give that to Coach K just to see what he would say, because it'd be a lot he worse than what him. I said. He's got it all up here. He knows everything, dude. Uh, I want to shout out. Um, oh, Co speaking of Coach K, did you see he he, he called into a uh, uh, Jim Beheim's radio yeah. show, Mike, Mike from Durham. Durham. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I'm up. I'm up on what Coach K is up to. In fact. <laughs> I got his book. Ian O'Connor wrote the book. I got the book, and uh, I'm reading the book. You, you buy the book? I bought you, the book. You, you, wow. Bought the book. Wow. I supported Coach K because he said it'd be a sin if Virginia doesn't get in, which it's so facto it would be a crime if Carolina doesn't get in. Um, I want to shout out Isaiah Brockington of Iowa State, who's averaging 26 points per game wow. in his last four. Um, there you go. Shooting 69% from three in those games. Oh, so, my goodness. He's lighting it up. Iowa State's on a three-game win streak. Iowa State's a team that we haven't really talked much about after their hot start, and then they got the Big 12 play, and it sort of 
yeah didn't work out as well for him but uh they're still playing good basketball and uh yeah, shout out to them. So there you go. We speak your name, Isaiah. We speak Rocky. your name. Yeah, I like that. That's a good. We one. speak your name. Uh, also, speaking of Iowa State, Fred Hoiberg. Uh, we we got word this week that he is in fact not on the hot seat. He's going to be back in Nebraska. They restructured his contract. And he's yeah, going to be back next year. I was going to say Fred Hoiberg for yeah that. <laughs> well, they re- they restructured the contract, so right, it went from the buyout was like nineteen million, and yeah. now the buyout is like eleven million. I think the, the <laughs> yeah the the logic or the 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 thought process I think for Nebraska fans is that they are trying to save money to then throw at Scott Frost, maybe maybe that's it. Like oh you can't you can't you can't fire yeah. Fred Hoiberg and Scott Frost. Let's figure out a way to fire Scott Frost, right? I guess so. I, 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 how long has Scott Frost been like with me, in Nebraska? Like I remember when the coaches get hired, you know, and then I'm yeah. like, that's pretty good move, I think. And then. You know, I look up and it's been five years and they've done nothing. So Scott Frost has been there long enough where they're like, I think so. We're done but with this I, I mean, like, I don't know. They, Nebraska was the best three win football team in the history. <laughs> they really were this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They really were. Like, they were in every single game and then they would lose. They, they were the op, whatever the opposite of Providence basketball is. That was Nebraska football this year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it went the other around, way. Hanging around, hanging around. They're the unluckiest team. We just need one big play, right? And we it's lost. gone. Yeah. yeah. And it's over. Um, so, yeah, you're right. That checks out. Uh, Fred Hoiberg, though, will be back on the sidelines for Nebraska ball next year. So pop the champagne, Cornhuskers. Another <laughs> year for back, baby. Hoiberg basketball. Boy, boy. Uh, is there anything else? Jim, you got anything? No, I think that's Any shout outs? You got anything else? No, I I, uh, I apologize for freaking out about the bubble, but it's tra- it, no, we, we it, just, it got we had, me. It got me yesterday. You've been, you've been, your bubble has been wanting to burst, and I've seen it, and I've seen like the start to you, you start to rise this level. So I thought today it would be nice. You just let it happen. Now you yeah, can take yeah, a deep I'll, breath. Yeah. Um, we can watch North Carolina play NC State on Saturday. No, they'll lose that game. They beat Syracuse. They're going to lose to State or Syracuse. I don't know which one. They're going to be completely out of the tournament, and then. Our, they're gonna beat dude. Are we doing a show Saturday tomorrow? We're doing a yep. show, right? We're gonna watch the games. The uh, there's a there's we're a, watching there's it a at Tate's mental hospital wherever he ends up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> top ten tilt tomorrow. Top ten tilt. Can't wait. In Waco, uh, Kansas at Baylor. That's the game. Uh, <laughs> uh, I wish it was at the dunk. Oh, I want to shout out. I went and saw Jackass. I saw the new Jackass. Oh yeah, I, shout out I haven't seen it. It was a good. So good, dude. I heard the new cast people weren't weren't the best. But yeah, yeah, I the new cast. I, I was tr- there's there's one guy. Uh, I won't even say his name to you because if you want to see it, like part his name is part of the fun. <laughs> like they introduced him. You're like, what? what's his name? Um, he was awesome. Loved him. He felt like he's was been he around. the surfer guy? The guy came, I think yeah. so. Yeah, like Poopsie or something. Poopsies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's Poopsies. That's his name. Yeah, yeah. They introduced us Poopsies. Yeah, because like, he's like he was like the he's like the Stevo of this like surf group. Yeah, you know what I mean. So I kind of knew who. I, yeah, he yeah. he was awesome. He fit in. He fit in. And the other new guys like it was hit or miss with with some of them. But uh, the movie is amazing. I need to and see. It, it made me very nostalgic. It made me. It honestly made me like a little sad. Like not. Sad in a happy way. Like I was like, it's so it's so nice to see um all these guys. Like it's just Having a story fun. about friends that, yeah. you know, have grown up together and been around at all. I don't know. It's, so I, I I was in my feelings about all that. Yeah. As you're watching like the most perverse things ever. Jackass forever. The other thing I was gonna say, I went and saw it at a AMC. And uh, I don't know, have you been to AMC theater in, in the last however many months? Uh, they, they honestly, got these no. AMC runs this thing before the movie starts where Nicole Kidman comes out. And she's she's like it's it's typical Hollywood bullshit of her just like talking about how important movies are and like yeah. where would it be a society without the Dumb. without art and film? Yeah, it's just you say film and cinema instead of like <laughs> yeah. theaters and movies, you know. 
says that sort of bullshit. And she's just going on and on about like movies move us. They, yeah. they're, they're the cinema, the art of, you know. And it's on and on. And that's like the final thing you see before the movie starts. Uh -huh. So you're watching that and then it cuts to... And it's like all the jackass dudes do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I was laughing at that juxtaposition. So I was... Oh, it was so good. So anyway, if, if, if you're anyone that was worried about... That's my review. If you're anyone that's, that, that grew up in our era, because I, 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 I assume you're the same way, Tate, that... Uh, I feel like I was the perfect, I, I am the perfect jackass demographic where like yeah. when jackass started, I was the perfect age living in the perfect part of the world where I was like a disgruntled, like teenage angsty kid in suburbia, yeah. middle of nowhere. Yeah. You know, um, I don't it, just it, all doing stupid. Stuff. Yes. Yeah, I yeah. love and, and And you watch jackass. It hit. I watched I've watched every second of jackass content. And then the fear, you know, when the movie comes out in 2022, you're like, it's, it's yeah. not going to be the same. Is it going to? Eh, screw it, I'll go see it. And I went and saw it, and it was... I mean... It, it, it was, was everything I needed. In that whole group, like you said, like Viva La Bam was a great show. Wild Boys is a great... I mean, all those guys... Well, Bam's the, Bam's the tough part of it. I know, I know, I know. But like at the time when it all first came know, out, it was like an extended universe. You were like, all these guys. I think um, they got one more movie in them, and it's Bam. They finally get Bam cleaned up. Yeah. And they bring it all back together, and it's like a big reunion, and yeah. Jackass 5 ever. 5 ever. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're right. <laughs> Anyway, uh, that's it. That's the show. Uh, we're, we're doing we're doing a bonus show on Saturday, yeah. huh? We're gonna we're gonna go yeah, to your house, run again it and, back, and uh, live from the, the bubble. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. We're gonna call Tate's house. The Get bubble. me out of the bubble. <laughs> Get me away from bubbles. Uh, see you guys then.